the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Check out monorail.com, America's affordable investment app made for conservatives who want to keep their hard-earned money with companies that share their value. Download the Monorail app today. Join Monorail. Hello, everybody, and hello to Chicago, where an embarrassment to the country was removed from office. But... The state of Chicago is remarkable because one of the two runoff candidates is a defund the police person. He He's going to make Chicago safer. It, it's having record homicide rates, or at least record. Is it record ever, or is it record for the last decades? I'll, I'll check into that. But an, an enormous uptick in violent crime in Chicago. And... The One of the two candidates believes that they need to spend more money on social services because in order to get rid of crime, you have to go to the root of the crime. And therefore, we, what we need are more social workers and other people employed by the government uh, to solve matters. No mention of the need for more fathers or more religion. The two things that would go so much further than social workers as to boggle the mind, as they say. That That's the things that would work are rejected because the left ruins everything it touches. By the way, I, I sent out a tweet last night. I'm, I might finally be awakening the tweet giant, the Twitter giant. I have... I come across things that I I just need to share with the world at the moment. There was a, a an eleven year old boy at a school a, a school board meeting who read pornography that was available in the school library to his age group, and it was as simple as that. Tragically, either there was no response from the school board, which I suspect, to the boy and his father, or uh, they didn't uh, record the response and put it up, so I couldn't share that. And, of course, the way I sent it was a reminder, everything the left touches, it ruins. And that is an example. But people still send their kids to these schools. I don't, I don't know, uh, well, I, I, I want to say I don't know why, but in part I do know why. People choose, the human being chooses, not people, the easy way out. The easy way out is to dump your kid at school, have your kid ruined or potentially ruined in so many ways, but at least 
you can then go to work and, and earn an income. And I, I respect that. That's what people need to do. That's why I beg grandparents to tell their children, if you have any loss of income because you've homeschooled my grandchild, your child, I will make up that loss. Now, a lot of grandparents can't do that, but they can do something. What what if you gave your child $20,000 a year? Homeschool, I was going to say little Timmy, but I don't think there are any Timmies anymore. (laughs) Homeschool Madison. I got to learn what the top five names for boys and girls are. You have to take them out of these schools. Because they they will fight at the school board meeting and they will read the pornography that is available to 11-year-olds and younger and nothing will happen. It's a cathartic experience. Catharsis roughly means you, in the vernacular, I got it off my chest. I feel better. I've had a catharsis. However, getting it off your chest, if it leads to nothing, is a tree that fell in the forest and nobody heard it. It did, in fact, make a noise, but it had no impact on anyone. People go to school board meetings and make a noise, and they should. I want you to fight at school board meetings. I want you to run for school boards but I'm most worried about your child. I'm going to play for you Lori Lightfoot's speech. I only heard an excerpt on Fox News. Did you hear anything of her speech? (laughs) She is so proud that she has set Chicago in a better direction. And by the way, this is a tough one for me to have worked through. I think she believes it. When, when people on the left say men menstruate, they believe it. Not all, but many. That's why they're scarier. They're true believers. Eric Hoffer wrote this book, True Be- what is it, True Believers? The, the, the True Believer, that's it, The True Believer. I think in the 50s. He, do you know that he was a longshoreman philosopher? Which makes perfect sense. There's more wisdom among blue-collar workers than there is among professors at virtually any university. Sean, you let me know when uh, we have Lori Lightfoot up. I haven't heard anything but an excerpt. I'm I'm just so curious. So what will Chicago voters do? The black candidate says, is a defund the police man while there is more murder, mostly of blacks. So will blacks vote for a black, even though more of them will die? That's what it comes down to. That is not an attack. That is a fact, like the earth revolves while spinning its... Well, the earth revolves while spinning on its axis. I just should have said water is wet. That would have been an easier, more obvious truism. I have, I have zero 
sympathy for people who vote for their ethnic or racial group. I am a Jew, I am a very active Jew, have been all my life, written books on Judaism, a Bible commentary, I'm in volume four, I, I smuggled uh, uh, Jews out of the Soviet Union through the, uh, through, uh, by, by being sent there in my 20s. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very active a Jew, religiously, etc. But I, I don't vote for a candidate because he or she is Jewish. I think that's so primitive that it, 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 it it's, it's like pre-biblical primitivism. <laughs> you vote for a candidate because you share their race? Is there anything more superficial? I can't think of any offhand. And not only that, more of us will die, more of our race will die if that candidate wins. But hey, I share skin color with that candidate. That's deep. That's where we are in America. That is the, what I just described is exactly what almost any university professor would advocate. Oh, blacks elective solidarity, or any other group, or Hispanic. I'm gay. I definitely want to vote for a gay. Really? Oh, that's deep. You are definitely a deep man. Or a deep woman. Oh, women voting for women. Oh, my God. Especially the best educated. If you got a graduate degree, you're more likely to vote for a woman because you're a woman. In other words, you're more likely to be an emptier thinker. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to the Truism Hour on the Dennis Prager Show. So, uh, good. <laughs> Lori Lightfoot. There you go. You got a real, that, that, that was a beauty. That You got a female, the women could really feel solidarity. Wonder would women feel solidarity with a trans woman? When it really came to push come to shove in the ballot box, would most women say, Oh good, I'm voting for a woman. I don't care if it's a trans woman. I don't know the answer to that. But that that would be a, an interesting test of whether or not people on the left believe their lies. A world of lies like men give birth and so many others. I'd like to introduce you to Monorail, America's investment app that takes you from where you are to where you want to be. Monorail is an investment and savings app that is made for patriots by patriots. Doesn't matter whether you're an Apple fan or if you prefer Android, Monorail is available in both environments and online at monorail.com. Monorail is safer for users with bank-level encryption and biometrics. Your money is protected with Monorail through Securities Investor Protection Corporation and the FDIC. No matter how you engage with Monorail, you're getting the security and safety that you need. Whether you're adding funds to your investment account, looking to buy a stock, or putting money aside for future purchases. With Monorail, you can put your money where it matters and utilize the economic power that built this country. 
Don't go somewhere else to trade stocks. Monorail gives you the freedom to purchase whole or fractional shares in companies you believe in. It only takes five minutes to download the app and set up. Join the pro-America money movement. Join Monorail. I'm Dennis Prager, and now, my dear friends, I will be listening for the first time along with you, Lori Lightfoot. As asinine a, a political leader as I have lived through in my life, this is what she said upon not being renominated or reelected as mayor of Chicago. In these last few months, um, but I will be rooting and praying for our next mayor to deliver uh, for the people of the city for years to come. Thank you. What do I have in common with her supporters? That we both have a liver and a pancreas? Go on, Sean. Four years four years ago, I looked into the camera and spoke directly to young people of color who look like me and to every kid who felt like I did. Um, when I grew up. And I'm going to do that again tonight. I told you back then that anything is possible with hard work. And I want you to know that no matter what happens along the way, you should always believe that because it's true. All right, hold on. So what I, I want to... Oh, wait, 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 wait. So anything is possible with hard work, that is, that, I'm not kidding, is a beautiful message. Continue, please. That you can bring about change. Believe that uh, you matter. And believe that you can love who you want to love, and do what you want to do, and be who you want to be. You by will the not way, be I gotta analyze by... this, love who you want to love, it's such a, a big line. It's a dishonest line. I don't know anybody... Well, that's not true. There's always somebody. The issue was not you can love whom you want to love. The issue was... I mean, I know what she's referring to, and you know what she's referring to. She's referring to same-sex marriage. There are very few conservatives who thought it was wrong for a man to love a man or a woman to love a woman... And 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 religious people had issues with homosexuality, that or at least male homosexuality, if they were just biblically oriented. That is true. That's an issue that had to be addressed, and 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 I have to acknowledge that. But the issue was not really that. The issue was changing the definition of marriage for the first time in history. You can marry the same sex as you are. Honorable people thought yes. Honorable people thought no. But it was not a matter of you can love who you love. It was you can marry whom you want to marry. But that's not even true either. Can't marry your sibling. Can't marry your parent or your child. So it's somewhat demagogic of the left. You can love whom you want to love. Who's stopping anybody from loving whom they want to love? All right, continue, please. How um, you fall, 
you will be defined by how hard you work and how much you do good for other people. That's good. I'm with that. I like that. I could have said that. Go on. Obviously, we didn't win the election today, but I stand here with my head held high and a heart full of gratitude. You know, it's amazing. Uh, Hold on. It's a... It's a surreal world of people clapping for a woman who has ruined her city. Uh, and she stands with her head held high and they clap. Boy, would I love, I'd love to interview one of the clappers. Continue, please. I am grateful to the millions of Chicagoans who came together as we made tough decisions saw the struggles of our frontline workers, and beat back a deadly pandemic. Oh, my God. All right. Well, here, we're starting to differ. What did she do to beat back a deadly pandemic? Close schools? All she did is ruin children. Mandate masks? All she did was ruins peop- ruin, ruin social life of the human species. Unless you're a big fan of the Muslim veil, pl- you must at least be intellectually honest enough to know that the same social damage the veil does, the mask did. And it was useless. U-S-E-L-E-S-S. Useless. I, I bring to you study after study. Don't uh, uh, New York Times readers r- wrote in reaction to Brett Stephens' column about the uselessness of masks, Oh, well, then why do surgeons wear them? Well, they're ignoramuses, every one of these people who wrote that. Surgeons do not wear masks to protect themselves from virus. They, wear, they do it to protect the person whose body they have just cut open from anything coming from their mouth or nose and to protect themselves from anything that might splatter up to their nasal passages as well. That's it. So if you're going to perform surgery, it's a great idea to wear a mask. Otherwise, it's a very bad idea. So what did she do to beat back a deadly pandemic? I want to know. What did she do that was good? Did she, I don't know the answer to this, but did she, as in other cities, fire people, fire teachers, fire uh, people who worked for the city who didn't get what in most cases was a useless vaccine, which in fact is no longer even defined as a vaccine, what did she do to fight back the pandemic? Sweden fought back the pandemic by not doing any of that. We shall return. I am really interested to hear what else Lori Lightfoot has to say. I'm going to return to Lori Lightfoot in a moment, but to cheer you up, and I mean that 100% sincerely, first I, I, I should note it's March 1st, and March is fundraising month for PragerU, March and August actually. We, PragerU, I say we, I guess we is proper, but PragerU is, is doing so much good 
and it is only because people contribute to it that, that it's, everything is free. We have a billion views a year, mostly young people. Most, pe most viewers are under 35 years of age. And one of the highlights of Fundraising Month is talking regularly to young people affiliated with PragerU. And inaugurating March is Peyton Iceland. Probably the only Peyton Iceland on earth. Peyton, is that correct? I don't know about that, but my parents uh, gave me a unique spelling for my name, so that's always something that throws people a curveball. Yes, indeed. But uh, you are terrific, and it, 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 we've started March with you. You told me you're located outside of Washington in, in Reston, Virginia, correct? Correct. And you grew up in North Carolina, and you're affiliated... Okay. Are you still affiliated with Prager Force, or you were? So I am technically still in Prager Force. I joined the later half of 2021. And what prompted you to join? So at the time, I was a college student. I did an online program. So I was primarily looking for ways that I could connect with my peers who were passionate about things that I was passionate about. So conservative values, politics, and I came across Prager Force, I think, on social media and decided to give it a try. And it's been an amazing opportunity, a place to um, talk with people who share my values, share my interests, and inspire me to become um, better at what I do and to learn more because there are a lot of intelligent people in Prager Force. It, it challenges me, so it's great. I have been uh, just so uplifted in the months that I that I do the the PragerU interviews with people like you, it is so important for Americans to know that people like you exist. And and you may be in a minority, but you're you're in real numbers. So it's really critical for people to know that. So what are you doing now aside from PragerForce? What do you do? What is your work? So I currently work at the Media Research Center in Reston, Virginia. I work as a video creator and researcher. So I love all things storytelling, and I'm so excited that I get to do that on a weekly basis. I create a video series on all things free speech because I work in our free speech division. So we've been pretty busy with uh, all of the things that have been coming to light recently. So I, I read and have told my listeners for some time now Pew Research, which is a serious organization, says that about 45% of people your age say the following, oh, we believe in free speech, but not for hate speech, which of course means they don't believe in free speech. It, aside from the immorality of their view, it makes no sense. I mean, the logic is, is, is defective. Do you agree that about half of your peers do not believe in free speech? I would say that argument is one that's very, very common. They're like, yeah, free speech is, is great, except for hate speech. But what is hate speech? Speech I know, they don't uh, agree with. Out. Exactly. So it, it's so vague, and that's something we work a lot on, is, is exposing that and calling for transparency, because you can say misinformation. It's essentially information that 
that platform is deemed uh, what they don't like. So just the vague language itself makes it so difficult to um, to have that conversation because, like you said, it's just anything that the left doesn't like or doesn't agree with. Would you send your child to college? It depends. It would depend. I think a lot, uh, a lot of programs um, have become less necessary for a degree. I mean, of course, maybe still for some degrees and trades have become more common. So I would say it depends on on the program and the. I'm thankful that it's not become as as. I'm seeing more people being okay with not having. Right. Um, this degree, is very important. I, All right. I want to, I'm going to continue with you in a moment. And Peyton Iceland is the young woman's name. There's a lot of talk about the Great Reset and digital currencies. The U.S. government has been floating the idea of a digital dollar for quite some time, opening up the door to the government controlling your bank account, or worse yet, freezing your money. They did that in Canada, remember? This is Dennis Prager for AmFed, Coin, and Bullion, and for my friend Nick Grovich. Now more than ever in this woke world, it's important to own tangible assets like gold and silver. Owning physical gold and silver gives you control over your wealth. They're proven, stable commodities that have held their value over time. Beyond the overarching reach of government, and it's so important you do business with a trustworthy and transparent company like AmFed Coin and Bullion, AmFed's owner Nick and his experienced team will always provide you with honest, sound advice. No pressure sales. Moving a portion of your wealth into precious metals is a prudent decision. Call AmFed Coin and Bullion. 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com. Hello, everybody. The male-female hour on the Dennis Prager Show, the second hour of the Wednesday show, because wed is in the word Wednesday, and I want people to be wed or wedded. We talk about men and women. I think it's the most honest talk about men and women. Today will be an example, because I will be treading. Is that the word? Treading on? No. Are you, do you, you don't tread on thin ice. Well, you could. You do? Tread? I think you tread water. How do you tread on ice? What does tread mean? <laughs> if you tread on ice and you tread in water, tread is an odd word. Tread means to walk on. Yeah, but the, so the term is, I know, all right, so walking on thin ice, you could say that, okay. But you could tread water. You're not walking on water. Well, maybe you are. You're making a are you making a walking motion when you tread water? All right, folks. I won't. Uh, I really won't spend the hour on that. I could, but I won't. Just just for the, just for the record. <laughs> uh, I I am lucky, man. Everything interests me, which is uh, usually a blessing, but it can be somewhat of a curse. So today's subject is the increasing lack of romance between single men and single women in the younger generation. Younger, I would put, in this case, uh, under 30. Vast numbers are not dating, not going with somebody. and But specifically, I want to address one topic. Men's 
fear of approaching women, which I think has reached uh, unprecedented dimensions. It was reinforced just yesterday in my workout. Yes, I do work out three days a week. And needless to say, those are my three favorite hours of the week. Uh, that is a clear example of, I know it's good for me. Anyway, my trainer, wonderful young woman, she's in her early 30s, and she's an attractive woman, she's married, and she works out a lot. So at her gym, she was telling me, and she, she, it was, she was saying it more as, a phenomenon of life rather than anything else, an observation, if you will. In the hour, hour and a half that she worked out at, at this gym, and there were other people working out, a lot of them men, and said the, the quiet was really remarkable, including not one man said a word to her. Now, she's not looking to be picked up. She, as I, She's married. She has a child. She just, just for little, you know, human conversation. And not one man said a word. She was not wearing headphones. She was not wearing earphones. She, she said, I, 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 I had an open face. I would, I would even look at some of the fellow men, fellow, not fellow men, but fellow worker outers, who were men, nothing, not, not, one, not one man. And I hear this a great deal as well. Men are simply afraid. You can't, you can't even say, man, you, you look great. Well, maybe, well, they think they can say that. They can say that, but they, they, they're afraid. They're certainly afraid to get physical uh, they want to, obviously, they're males, uh, but uh, a vast number have had no sexual contact, uh, according to researchers looking into men and women uh, in, the, in the recent past, in other words, last year, let's say. Men are afraid, obviously, if they're inebriated, or the woman is inebriated, they're afraid there too. And you could say, well, it's a good thing. It's a, it's a great development. See, what the left has done has chilled male-female relations unprecedentedly. Sexual harassment, uh, I have no patience for. I just want to make that clear, nor have I ever engaged in it. I, I didn't because I was raised that you just, you just treat people with dignity. I mean, it, it wasn't a, a big challenge to me. And I had a very active social life until I was married at 32. And I make no uh, defense here uh, for sexual harassment. However... The uh, the attempt to 
create a world where there is no pain is at the root of all progressive slash leftist slash woke policies. What you do, though, in, in trying to make a painless world, you know, it's like what the kids have been ruined. They don't know how to deal with life because parents have tried to give them a painless upbringing. I will protect you at every moment, or at least physically protect you. And there will be no danger in your life. There will be no hurt in your life. I want you to have a painless childhood. Painless childhood is like a germless childhood. You need certain germs to develop antibodies, and you need certain hurts to develop antibodies to hurt. A hurt-free childhood may not, in fact, be all that wonderful. How do you know how to deal with the inevitable hurt? So there is a childlike, uh, there has been a childlike attempt, like the the reaction of the progressive woman and and the wimpy men who go along with them to the comments made by uh, Donald Trump uh, about seven years before running for office and uh, about if you're rich and successful, you could uh, grab a woman, well, you know where, and that was that drove people crazy. Didn't drive me crazy because he said it to a man in private, and it was locker room talk, and if you start monitoring people's private talk, it is the end of a mature and the end of a free society. In North Korea, they monitor private talk, and in the American left, they want to monitor private talk. Private talk doesn't matter as a general rule. Public talk does. He never said anything like that publicly. But they were just so offended. It was such a crisis for women that they had the Million Women March to protest this. Some wearing pussycat uh, gear for obvious reasons that I will not get into. So the attempt to have men be perfect in their relationship to women has ended up with fewer and fewer men approaching women and taking care of their sexual needs by themselves, which has become a crisis for young people. The fear of women is the subject of this male-female hour. The lack of romance compared to the past between young men and young women. Not only are young women uh, a frightening thing to now more and more men because I don't know what I could say and I'm afraid to say anything. I'm afraid to put my arm around her. But uh, a lot of them are saying, I'm not interested in men anyway. I have a career to work at. I have studies to do, books to read. Don't bother me with men. There is less romance among young Americans than at any time in American history. Well, this goes under the heading of another hour. Everything the left touches, it ruins in this case, romance. 1-8-Prager-776, do you agree?
Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free offer with promo code Prager. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listeners square to the buy one, get one free offer. Enter promo code Prager or call 800-761-6302 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. Oh, there you are. Let's take your calls. Samantha in Akron, Ohio. Hello, Samantha. Hello, Dennis. Hi. I am I am a big fan wearing my preview t shirt at the moment. Wow, thank you. Right. <laughs> um I think that, that kids today lack role models and particularly in particular older male role models. I know that young women are so sick and tired of watching their fathers cheat and their grandfathers cheat and they don't want to end up um they don't want to end up like their mothers and their grandmothers and they've had it and so a lot of them are choosing their career or children without a without a husband even um and it's really unfortunate i think that you know men have no like like the older men have have kind of lost their way with how do i stay faithful to my wife And and the older and uglier and fatter and more worn down she gets it's just shows how much devotion she put into her family and to her children, and they just would prefer to be immature and dump them for a younger, more energetic woman than stay true and appreciative. And I think the younger men have no idea what to do, they, and especially with all the stuff in, in movies, like it's like, can they even make a show without a strip club in it anymore? And um, so nobody knows how to relate to each other, and there are no role models for it. Hmm. Well, it's a sad call. No, we have we have a crisis of father. We have a crisis of fatherlessness, but not of motherlessness. I think that men have the power to fix everything. They have the power the power to fix the crime rate by um, being fathers. They have the power to fix the marriage problem by being faithful. I think everything's in their hands. Well, women are half the problem with the fatherlessness because they're making babies with 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 men they're not married to. Women are fifty yeah. percent of the problem. Right? Yeah, but the ones. Yeah, but. I don't, I don't know, know why. Why, why is there a but? Well, there's no but. Unless he's raping her, she has voluntarily agreed to get pregnant with a man she's not committed to. You're right. There are certain. There are all right, certain all right. I just wanted to make that. that. Look, I blame men for a lot of things, but I blame women for a lot of things, too. So, uh, it, it, it's. It's interesting, I hadn't heard this before, I'm not saying at all that you're wrong, that a lot of women are not getting married because they assume that at some point the man they marry uh, will uh, cheat on them. I I have never heard that before. It doesn't mean at all that it's wrong. The fear that men will cheat has, has been as long as there has been marriage. 
It is a battle. I've talked about this so often. Men have to battle the instinct to variety. It is built into them like eating. And a lot of men are faithful. I think men who have religious commitments are more likely to, though certainly religious men have affairs too. Uh, but to me, saying that because men do this, I won't marry, is like saying because there are car crashes, I won't drive. I mean, I mean, it depends how bad it is, and if it's generation after generation, yeah, they're not going to do it. Well, it is generation. It's, it goes, it goes back as far as human history is, exists. It goes back biblical times. King David was a great example. That's why men men have to battle their nature. Women have to battle their nature. Women can help men stay faithful. That's an it's an unspoken concept in our society today. But uh, again, I go back to the driving analogy. I won't do X because X has failed for others in many cases. Well, you don't live a full life that way. You, li- you lead a safe life. A safe life and a full life are diametrically opposed. Okay, let's go to Cleveland. We'll stay in Ohio. And that's Ida. Hello, Ida. Hi, Dennis. Uh, we spoke many times before. There's so much I want to add to this because uh, I have a 35-year-old daughter. She's very uh, conservative in her beliefs. She does come from a family with a very loyal father and mother. My husband and I have been together since we're 15, and we've been married for almost 44 years. So it's kind of opposite of the last caller because my children have been looking for what they see their mom and dad have. And it's very hard in this world now. Um, I don't think it has anything. Well, it might have some stuff to do with the pornography, like you were saying, but I'm sitting here thinking that I just think everybody just wants to go out and have their fun and move on and not be responsible or doing not to commit, making commitment not to commit or afraid to approach her to ask her to go out. Um, I think Prager U or Dennis Prager needs to put together a singles party of like-minded people and have people come from all over the country to meet each other because it's very difficult for her. I know, and I uh, speak about this regularly. That's why women are hurting themselves terribly when they have the attitude toward marriage in their 20s well, you know, if the I'm not I'm not uh, looking to get married now. When it happens, it happens. But right now, I'm preoccupied with career. You can be preoccupied with career in your 30s. You can be preoccupied with your career and be preoccupied with getting married. I'll be there by your side. I won't have it all Hello, everybody. The male female hour on the Dennis Prager Show. The lack of romance between men and women in their 30s, men's fear of even approaching women, the lowest levels of sexual activity uh, in young people in 30 years, 
Uh, I'm I'm surprised that there there was that much that little thirty years ago. It uh, it may sound good to religious people who are opposed to premarital sex, but it comes from a very dark place. Anyway, there's sexual activity without intercourse. Something I think is a, is actually a generally good idea to save something for marriage. It sounds so quaint, but it, it is actually quite realistic. Well, anyway, let's uh, see what uh, more of you have to say here. And Gretchen in Fort Worth, Texas. Hello. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. So, one of the things, I, I was just watching something on uh, dating, and this uh, video was actually, ta- maybe, you know, the video was talking about the changes that have happened since COVID. So, it may not be like a, a woman versus man thing, but just the fact that, um, you know, a lot of people during COVID started using the dating apps. And it's just like the way dating apps just kind of change how you get to know a person better and like the way you're able to relate to them and just that may be one of the issues going on right now is people are you know people together in a romantic and i thought i thought it was just kind of interesting the way they were talking about so more of a societal change because of dating apps and covid and all those things that have happened the last few years I think I think there's a lot of truth to that. It's another example. People should stop saying COVID. COVID did not cause the crises. Lockdowns did. It's not your fault. Everybody does it. Every conservatives, liberals, leftists, everybody says COVID. It's the lockdowns that ruin society, not COVID. Every bad thing that came about was a result of the lockdowns, not COVID. Sweden didn't lock down. It has none of this. Kids are, kids are far more normal in Sweden. Generally speaking, experts are morons. They know one thing, and otherwise they're morons. We have been ruined by experts. Ruined. Experts with no wisdom are far more dangerous than non-experts, let alone non-experts with wisdom. I was a non-expert with wisdom this whole time. Okay? It's either true or not true. You can call me arrogant, conceited, I don't give a damn. But it's true. I'm not alone. I said the lockdowns were the greatest mistake in, in international history. In April of 2020, you can look it up. All the damage that would be done was obvious to me. I'm a non-expert. I think clearly. That's much rarer than expertise. Most experts are fools. On, on macro issues, most people are fools. Otherwise, Democrats wouldn't be in office. Anyway, I don't want to get off track from the, the tragedy of male-female relations among young people today especially what has happened to young men. I worry about that a great deal. The, 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 lonely, the loneliness crisis, the lack of marriage, 
the lack of desire for children, the uh, the pre- preoccupation with video o- over life, the preoccupation with career over family, pretty bad stuff going on. I had a girl from Prager Force on, 21-year-old. She's the hope. You want that hope to continue? March is fundraising month for PragerU. During the break, make a donation, please, to PragerU.com. We're giving young people good stuff. The Dennis Prager Show. When running a business, your employees can create all kinds of interesting situations. Like getting complaints because someone on the team always smells horrible. You better talk to Bambi. With Bambi, get access to your own dedicated HR manager starting at just $99 per month. They're available by phone, email, and real-time chat, so onboarding and terminations run smoothly. Team members reach peak performance, and your business stays compliant with changing HR regulations. And with Bambi's HR Autopilot, You'll automate important HR practices like setting policies, training, and feedback. Schedule your free conversation today to see how much Bambi can take off your plate. Go to Bambi.com right now and type in Dennis Prager under podcast when you sign up. Spelled B-A-M-B-E-E.com, Bambi.com, type in Dennis Prager. Hello, everybody. I want to talk to you about Dr. Rachel Levine, who was a man nearly all of his, her life, married to a woman, then became a man, a woman, excuse me, in, uh, let's see, I think 2011. I don't remember. Uh, there, there is something here about uh, Rachel Levine's history. Rachel Levine is the highest ranking openly transgender official in the United States, Assistant Secretary for Health, and a four-star admiral admiral in the U.S. Public Health Service, Commissioned Corps. And again, married to a a woman as a man with uh, children, and then became a woman. I have a lot to say about this. Is there any consideration of the effect that it has on children if their father becomes a woman or claims to become a woman? Because you can't be the other sex. It is not possible. You can feel it. You can act it. You can look it. All of that is granted. You can't be it. The people who tell you otherwise are lying to you, like the people who told you that there was Russian collusion with the campaign, the Trump campaign, the people who told you masks work, the people who told you that members of the armed forces who didn't get vaccinated should be discharged from the services, the people who told you that two years of children not being in school were good, these people lie for a living. Truth is not a value to them. You cannot become the opposite sex. Period. End of issue. Can an animal? 
Can any other animal, since we're just animals to these people in any event, is there an animal other than the human being that can become the opposite sex? Is, is sexual identity fluid in the animal kingdom, of which we are biologically a member? I always think about the, the what, what are you supposed to do if dad becomes a woman? Say, oh, that's great. We love you no matter what. That's what they're supposed to say. The psychological effects on the children are, are a non-issue to the LBGTQ community whose activists are among the meanest people in the country. They, uh, they relish viciousness. Not every LGBTQ person, needless to say. I'm talking about the activists, only the activists. The effects, and what about the effects on the wife? She's married to a man, has children with him. Says, you know what, I'm really a woman. Oh. Was she supposed to stay with him, her? Hmm. I married a man and now I'm, a, I'm married to a woman. But I'm not a lesbian. What am I supposed to do? So this is Rachel Levine. But the reason that I bring it to your attention is there is now a children's book coming out that is a series of great women. I looked up the author of the book. I'm going to come to that in a moment. Guess who wrote the introduction to the the Great Women series featuring now Rachel Levine? By the way, the guess who else guess who the others were in this series? At least the ones that are listed in this article. I I don't know this is not an exhaustive list. Greta Thunberg the crackpot Swedish girl who, who is a, a frightening uh, young woman, truly a frightening individual, who is herself frightened, obviously. Sonia Sotomayor, Oprah Winfrey. You, you see a certain pattern here? So this, uh, she is now the newest one. The book, She Persisted, Rachel Levine will be released on June 6th. It's for your kids, for girls to have a great model of another woman, a man who says he is a woman. And if looks like one, acts like one, dresses like one, and takes a female name in private life, I would say she, just for the record. I believe in compassion in the micro and standards in the macro. But I'm not going to lie to myself. This, this individual did not become a woman. This individual decided to act like a woman. You should be free to do that in a free country. But I'm not going to lie that this person is a woman. Any more than I am prepared to lie that men give birth. So I looked up the author of this new book for your daughters to read, young women to read as a, as a heroic woman. Author Lisa Bunker. So, have you ever heard of Lisa Bunker, Alan? No. I have now. Let's get to the Lisa Bunker page here. Hmm. I had it. And 
Let's see, one second. This is really worth reading to you, my friends. Um, well, I'll have to look it up again. It's complex when you're doing all of this. Lisa Bunker, I'm gonna, it's gonna be, ah, here we go. Oh, what happened to it? Oh, painful. I just saw it. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have to find it. Lisa Bunker is a, a an author of, of books for kids. There we go. This is her own page, lisabunker.net. Welcome. Thank you for stopping by. I have three new books coming out in 2023. The first, co-written with K-K-A-I, Shapley, is Joy to the World, about a young trans girl in Texas. Young. Get it? Young. This is for kids. This is a sick woman writing sick books to make your child sick. About a young trans girl in Texas who discovers her flair for activism after being kicked off the cheerleading team. Get it? They didn't want a boy on the girls' cheerleading team, even though the boy said he was a girl. That's her. Fir- that's one of the three books This uh, this woman who is ruining children, is writing. But I don't even blame her as much as I blame the people who publish it, the people who promote it to young children. This is what your daughters really, really need. Or your sons. The next one is She Persisted, Rachel Levine. That's the one. And a chapter book in... Oh, yes, Chelsea Clinton's... She Persisted series. Chelsea Clinton is behind the publishing of this book on Rachel Levine. So as to inspire your daughter about another woman. Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea Clinton's probably not a leftist. She's a, she's more of a liberal, probably. But liberals don't understand anything about the threat of the left. They're as damaging as the left, but they're not leftists. But it doesn't matter in terms of the destructive effect liberals are having. The liberals who stay liberal, like Alan Dershowitz, lose all their friends. He actually said that to me in a dialogue we had for a YPO group in Los Angeles, Young President's Organization, about half a year ago. He's lost all his friends. And he still votes Democrat. So the second is She Persisted, colon, Rachel Levine, a chapter book in Chelsea Clinton's She Persisted series that profiles our current Assistant Secretary for Health, the first trans person in U.S. history to be confirmed by the Senate for such a high-level post. The third book, this is from Lisa Bunker's website, is Almond, Quartz, and Finch, a fantasy novel for young readers. Again, this is all for young readers, promoted by Chelsea Clinton in the case of the Rachel Levine story, that started with the question, are you ready, folks? This is why this woman is such 
a damaging figure in our society, this Lisa Bunker. Her sick ideas are promoted by publishers and schools. This is her next novel for young readers. Ready? It starts with the question, what if there was a culture where children were raised without gender and got to choose? Published by New World on November 7th this coming year. I'd like to look up New World Publishers. Are they mainstream or is it an LGBTQ press? Do you want your child to read a book, a novel about what if there were a culture where there was no gender? You just got to choose. And in fact, you not only choose, but choose anytime you want. I might feel male today, but I might feel female tomorrow. This country is becoming sick, aside from rotten and corrupt. The left's damage to this country is pathologic. What if we had a culture? Imagine how great that would be. No gender. Thank you, Lisa Bunker, for helping to destroy children. I'm Dennis Prager. And I just learned that some of this Lisa Bunker, who uh, is trans herself and writes these stories for kids, Chelsea Clinton is behind one of them. One of her uh, and her one of her three books this year is about a world in which there is no gender at all, and it's a novel for kids. People will simply choose. So the the unwell are trying to make others unwell. We're trying to make the abnormal normal. Penguin is publishing what? What is Penguin publishing? Random House Penguin? Yeah, they publish her books. Which books? The ones it says New World. Is New World part of Penguin? What what does it say? Give me an example of, of what Penguin Random House has published of Lisa Bunker. I'd be curious. She has a book called Zenobia. Yes, she has a book called Z- Zenobia. It, right. And another book called... And, and they're published by Random House Penguin? Yeah. yeah. Felix YZ. Mm-hmm. This is quite something. The Normalizing of the Abnormal. That's what's going on, and if you vote Democrat, you are complicit in the normalizing of the abnormal. Is it meaningful that this woman herself is a Democratic politician? Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, This uh, Lisa Bunker was a a Democratic member of the House of Representatives of New Hampshire for years. That's right, of course. She's not like way, way out there. Not way out there. You can't be too way out there for the Democratic Party. That is not possible. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It is not possible. Let's go to uh, St. Petersburg, Florida, and Corey. Hello. Yeah, hi, Dennis. Uh, nice to talk to you. Thank you. I just wanted to discuss how I'm just forever frustrated. I'm a practicing Catholic. I attend many church meetings, and I'm always it always ends the same way. When I try to discuss how politics affects our faith, 
I'm shut down as being too judgmental. Just recently, a couple of weeks ago, I asked everybody there, priests and other high-ranking people in the church, if they even knew who Dietrich Bonhoeffer was. None of them knew what I was talking really? about. Really? That's, that's a great question you asked, and I salute you for doing that. The Christian Thank pastor you. who was anti-Nazi in the name of Christ and was murdered by the Nazis. That's right. Every Christian should have this person as a hero, and they never heard of him at your church. That's right. Right. Uh, yes. Tell, tell Christians what he said. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. They get so personally insulted when I say that. Well, you're an outlier, my dear friend. Join the crowd. We're the. I'm an outlier too. Every one of us who takes our faith seriously. Let me give you an example. Look, I I gave the Jewish example two weeks ago about the National Council of Jewish Women, which is a woke, left-wing, destructive organization, has nothing to do with Judaism, but calls itself Jewish because the women are Jews. But there's nothing Jewish about the organization. And they had 1,200 synagogues in a uh, Reap Shabbat weekend. Reap for reproductive rights. Repro. Repro. Sorry, yes, not reap. Thank you. Repro. Yes, repro. Repro Shabbat. Yeah. And they put out on Spotify a a list of songs for Repro Shabbat. I listed them like one of them is F Men, and it uses the F word. That is the the class, classy act of these 1,200 synagogues and the National Council of Jewish Women. And he's talking about the Catholic Church. Here's one from the Catholic Church. The Vatican official newspaper, L'Osservatore Romano, has appealed to Catholics to, quote, fast from gas and other fossil fuels during Lent. Oh, get that? That's what you should do during Lent. They have politicized Lent. That's the official Vatican paper. As I say to Protestants, Catholics, and Jews, I don't care what faith you're a member of, as long as you're ashamed of it. Mainstream Catholicism, Protestantism, and Judaism are just leftism with religious vocabulary thrown in. Lent is a time for reflection and concrete action such as fasting from gas and limiting the use of heating. Oh. Yep, they they bought into it total hook, line, and sinker, as they used to say, with regard to the environmentalist. Why don't they say fossil fuel? Why don't they say gas? Uh, I think they, yeah, yes, I don't know why they, why don't they say fossil fuel? I don't know. They probably do. It's a sign of solidarity with Ukrainians and other afflicted peoples. How is that a sign of solidarity with Ukrainians? Do you understand it? I'm not kidding. Do you, why, why, if I don't use gas, is it solidarity with the Ukrainians? Because then I'm hurting Russia? I guess. Uh-huh. But the reason I don't have gas in the U.S. is Biden, not Russia. <laughs> we have enough gas. How come we had so much gas during the Trump era? Interviewed in L'Osservatore Romano last week, Cecilia Dalloglio, Italian program director of the Lodato Si 
environmental movement, oh, that's key, said that turning on heating gas means financing a war economy, and we don't want that anymore. Do you understand that? I, I read it three times. How is my using gas financing a war economy? Well, presumably you're getting gas from Russia. Oh, because I'm getting gas from What if I'm not getting gas from Russia? What if I get gas from my own U.S. reserves? Are we getting gas from Russia in the U.S. right now? Fasting from gas is Italy's way of joining the Global Action Week during Lent, a time of awareness about ecological sins and our responsibilities. You know, we should do uh, an hour on what Catholics should do this Lent, or not do. Back in a moment. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Talking to you about Rachel Levine and this book of great women series that Chelsea Clinton is putting out and about the author who uh, wants to end a gender identity. You just choose your, your own at any time in life, just as this author did, who's a trans woman. And we're trying to normalize the abnormal. The price kids are paying is stupendous. The confusion, thanks to fools like Chelsea Clinton, who asks herself only one question, am I compassionate? The unwise live in this world of narcissism. If they think they're good, they're good. Is it doing good? Is it really good for girls to look at a man who says that he is a woman and say, this is a great woman? Is that good for girls? Is it good for boys? But people are are afraid, so deeply afraid of the left because the left is cruel and they have reason to fear the left. The left is vicious, the left is cruel, the left doesn't believe in truth, the left smears, and so they're afraid of them. I'm not. I sleep well. I have utter contempt for the left. From Lenin to the current activists of LGBTQ or the current activists of the teachers' unions or the current activists of the Democratic Party. They have only done damage to human beings. Only. That's all the left has ever done is damage. Not liberals. Liberals have done some damage and some good. 
Unfortunately, however, today they're aligned with the left, even though they don't think like leftists, unlike free speech. And I talk to you about the uh, the wokeness of the Vatican at this time. It's happened to, to the three major religions or denominations, Protestant, Catholic, and Jew. The Mormons did not distinguish themselves with their lockdown, uh, by the way. That was my biggest disappointment. I expect more from LDS than I do from the other groups, to be honest. Something uh, sincere and terrific Mormons are going to have to deal with. You were wrong to shut your churches. But it's a very big crisis in Mormonism to think that the president or the leadership has, has said something wrong. So I, I fully uh, respect that very great difficulty. It's even worse than Catholics thinking the Pope is wrong. So the, the religions are in crisis. There's no religion not in crisis. I won't even, I won't even get into Islam. See this story out in Pakistan? Guy accused of blasphemy. He was in prison. They took him out and lynched him. Imagine that. Lynching in 2023. Well, that wouldn't that wouldn't shock Joe Biden. Joe Biden said there are Americans who want to lynch blacks. Just said that. You know any? Did you meet any recently? At the moment, more than 350 Catholic institutions have made the commitment to divest from fossil fuels. Mm. This uh, Cecilia Daloglio, Italian program director of the Lodato Si environmental movement. For an estimated total of between 10 and $20 billion of lost investments in the fossil fuel industry. Finance experts... She declared within the church should share their knowledge, open their hearts to the questions of their community. Ready? This this is coming from a Catholic official. To the cry of the earth. Wow. The earth is crying. To the cry of the earth and the cry of the poor. Guess what, you fool? The poor need fossil fuels. They are crying because of fools like you, rich Westerners, who don't give a crap about third world poor. God, are these people bad. Really, 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 really bad. I love that. The cry of the earth. Want to fight this stuff? March first today, March is fundraising month for PragerU. Take this time now to donate to PragerU. Everything we do is free. You had an example of a PragerU young woman on. She was spectacular, as so many of them are. We change minds. It's a very, very wonderful organization. Please help us. PragerU.com. Tax deductible, by the way. What a little love could mean. So the so for Lent they don't want people to use gas. The the, the thinking is that uh, it will deprive Russia of income. How are they getting? How are they getting it anyway? Didn't the pipeline get destroyed? 
they're getting it overland. Is that it? I guess. Isn't it astonishing that Europeans would have even put themselves in the hands of the Russians for their energy, thanks to the one of the most destructive movements in Western history, the environmentalist movement. Another series of fanatical, true-believing, rich crackpots who have nothing better to do with their lives than save the planet from destruction that they don't know will happen. But they've warned every 12 years since 1990, it's too late, it's too late, it's too late. Crackpots like Al Gore, who use their private jets and use as much fuel as you will use in years in, in their trips on their private jets to warn people not to have gas stoves. You know what the prices are in uh, for gas heat now in, in California where I live? They have doubled. Doubled. What was your gas bill you told me? For your, for, and you just have a, an apartment, basically. A, a condo. Yeah, yeah. What was it? What was your gas bill? From for two people. 40 to 180. Went from $40 to 180. Right. So that's four times as much. Imagine people who have a house. Not just a condo. In our house, I, it went. I'm going to ask my wife what the exact number is. Is we're actually we don't use it as much. It's it's ridiculous. The United States has perhaps the greatest reserves of natural gas in the world, but certainly enough to supply us and much of the world. But idiots like Angela Merkel, who just lived my theory, the Germans are always wrong. It's a tragic theory, because I know a lot of individually wonderful Germans, but as a collective, so she, she took down nuclear power and took in a million people from the Middle East who don't share their values. Yep. <laughs> as my wife reminds me, and on the I am, my secret weapon... Susan Prager. They laughed at Trump when he said to the Europeans, don't become dependent. Do you know that the guy spoke more truth in his four years it's literally true than, than any presidency of my lifetime other than Reagan? Say it again. They literally laughed. I mean, they literally laughed. La- yes. Like no, no. It's a good point. They laughed. They, they, they laughed. It wasn't just a smirk. That's correct. Notice Putin did not invade during the Trump era. The left is always wrong. Trump was almost always right. It's fascinating. And I don't even want him to run again. I don't say it because I'm a Trumpista. I say it because I'm a lover of truth and goodness. He was an extraordinarily good president. Whether he's an extraordinarily good man or not, let God and his wife decide. I don't care. I don't care how kind my surgeon is. I care how adept at surgery my surgeon is. We live in the age of foolishness. Begun with my generation, the moronic baby boomer generation. Never trust anyone over 30. In other words, we know better than all those who lived before us. That's what the trans movement is saying. That's what the same-sex marriage movement said. We know better than everyone who lived before us. Men should marry men. 
and women should be allowed to marry women. I happen to be extremely close to two married male couples. I just want to, to note that. But that society should have changed the marriage rule. They should have given gays every single right that married uh, opposite-sex couples have. And I think that they would agree now, as, as much as they love their married life, and I, and I adore them, I think they would agree it opened the door, as I predicted, because the argument gender doesn't matter was the chief argument. Love matters, not gender. Once you say gender doesn't matter, you open it up to celebrating, having Chelsea Clinton celebrate Rachel Levine as a model for young women. Whoa, boy. I didn't know this. If that is true, that is so interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff people call in about. Huh. Brooklyn, New York, where I grew up. Sam, hello. Where do you live in Brooklyn? It's called Borough Park. I oh, live in Borough Park. Are you Jewish? Yes. I, 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 between Sam and Borough Park, Brooklyn, it, it yeah, wasn't a risky guess. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, go ahead. We're good. And on, a, on a very uh, anecdotal note, I, would, I was telling your screen that you have to understand... We in the Jewish community all over, um, after a heavy Sabbath meal, especially with a lot of chant, we too uh, fast with gas on Sunday and sometimes even into Monday. Oh, my God. An actual pun on the Dennis Prager Show. We return. Hi, everybody. Stay on, please, if you've called in. Because at least then I could address your topic, even if I might not be able to put you on. Please don't hang up, because if you hang up, I don't see your subject. So, Carol in San Diego, the the summary of your call by the screener is that you're offended by what I'm saying about your faith and about the hierarchies. I would love to talk to you at length about that. Uh, I have been an equal opportunity offender to to uh, Jews, Protestants, Mormons, and uh, and Catholics. The hierarchies have uh, have failed to a, a very large extent. I am very close to traditional Catholics who one hundred percent agree with me. It's a painful thing. The whole thing is painful. When If religion fails, it's over. The only hope, even if you're an atheist, is the continuation of Judeo-Christian values in Western life. When it's abandoned, like Catholic schools are abandoning, how many Catholic schools are woke? What a tragedy. So many Jewish schools are, too. Klaus, in Oxnard, California, there are animals who change their sex to survive in the wild. I never heard of that. I believe you. It, but it has nothing to do with sex change. They, they might appear to save their life, like some change their colors when in danger. 
but it's an interesting, it's, it has nothing to do with what I said, but it's still an interesting topic. Bill in Philadelphia, Angela Merkel is in the World Economic Forum. Did you know that? that she, is she one of the, uh, one of the leaders of uh, WEF? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Klaus Schwab is, is German. He's the head. I told you that Germany's always wrong. It's one of the few uh, truisms uh, that of generalization. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have here? Northvale, New Jersey. Dean, Trump is the best thing we need right now. Yep, but he won't win. That's my fear, and we have to win. I have only one thought about America. Defeat the left. Either either the left wins or America wins. If the left wins, it is no more America as we have known it. It will be a geographic place. It will have nothing in common with American values. I, I am opposed and vis, vigorously to never Trumpers, but it's also wrong to be an only Trumper. Please donate to PragerU. It's March. Help PragerU.com, and I'll see you tomorrow. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>